0: Ronananian. Why did God and Ford ever invent vans? There's There's got to be a reason, because they're the most unserviceable, unrepairable things on the planet. It's
1: like a princess she was laying there, moonlight dancing overhead She woke up and took me by the hand. She's gonna love me in my Chevy van, and that's all right with me.
0: The Car Doctor.
1: I had my first ride in a Tesla yesterday.
0: Okay, what'd you and think?
1: It was uh, it, it was very interesting. It's not very much like a car, other than it has four wheels, a steering wheel, and two stocks on the steering wheel. Other than that, it's more of a computer on wheels.
0: Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in The Garage. Doors are open, but I am here to take your calls at 855 560 9900. And now he is running. Hey, it's time to start your engines. Hello and welcome. Ron and Andy, the car doctor here at 855-560-9900. 855-560-9900. The car doctor's 24-7 phone number. Give us a call anytime, day or night. If we're not live, we're live on the air Saturday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. Tom Ray, executive producer, will call you up and put you in the next live broadcast. You can leave a message and uh, we'll sit down and talk about your car. Honest, it won't hurt. We'll be nice and gentle. We really will. Coming up this hour, we are giving away a 39 Ford die-cast model from the folks over at Wix, WixFilters.com. It's a uh, period-correct piece celebrating Henry Ford's 75th anniversary, I think it is, and uh, uh, the introduction of the V8 in Ford's back in 1939. I, I don't remember it, but I think Tom does. Tom, you were, what, 10 when uh, Ford introduced the V8 back in 39. Mm, close to it, I think Mike is older. Yeah, it uh, it could have been Tony. Might have even been older, so we can pick on him. He's not here, so. Uh, but um, that's a neat, 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 little giveaway. I've got one myself. Naturally, I would. Uh, so uh, you know, talk to Tom and Mikey when you call in. See if you can convince them that you want that vehicle. So we're giving that away this hour. More information about it at WixFilters.com. I was going to read the classifieds. I like reading classified ads. It's kind of neat. Um, I, you know, you just every Saturday I sit down and I read the classifieds. And I remember the days when the newspaper, the classifieds, car ads was like three pages right it doesn't exist anymore the local paper here the the, the record um, it's 123 there's 14 ads for used cars uh, you know everything's online now right but it doesn't mean that some of the ads aren't amusing to me I like reading the I like reading the the cars for sale ads because they're they're kind of you know like here um, this one Jeep Liberty 2011 4x4 clean blue one hundred and ten thousand miles, recently tuned up, sixty-five hundred bucks. So recently tuned up means that it had a misfire; they couldn't fix it. Now they want to sell it, and they're only asking sixty-five hundred dollars. Or they're hiding something. Um, I just at one hundred and ten thousand miles, a Jeep Liberty. It's a, a two thousand eleven. It's it's eight nine years old. It's you're going to spend sixty-five hundred dollars on that. I, I guess. Um, and then you know what are you going to put into it? But it also shows you the value of repairing cars right because you know you're gonna take that sixty five hundred dollar jeep liberty you're gonna put another probably three 000, four thousand dollars in it uh, that is in a prime candidate to have a trans problem that vehicle is a prime candidate for a head gasket issue actually um thank god there's products like KCL seal around but uh... you know it's just it's an awful lot of money but then again you know a new one is forty five thousand dollars and they don't make jeep liberties anymore so you know a, a comparable vehicle is forty grand um, just an interesting. It's just a good, uh, just a good point of reference. Honda Pilot EXL 2009, excellent condition, ninety five thousand miles, twelve thousand uh, dollars. You know, read that again. That's ten years old. Look at the value there. Twelve thousand. It's t- it's it's ten years old. It's got a hundred thousand miles on it. And they still want twelve grand for it. No warranty, right? It's. I don't know. Now I understand why somebody came in this week. We had a two thousand five Chevy Malibu that needed some air conditioning work and it turned into a radiator, a condenser, the A C lines, a lot of things were rotted. We probably put by the time we were done we put four grand into this car. And she looked at me and she said, I can't buy a new car for four grand. It's fifteen years old. At least I know the basics are done and a lot of the components have been changed and uh you know just just they were preemptive we changed a few things that were marginal but at least it's done you know what it makes sense reading the one ads is a uh, it's a good way to get an education it's a good point of perspective let's kick the doors open on the garage and let's go over and talk to Michael in Virginia michael welcome to the car doctor sir how can i help
1: well hey sir thank you i um, just curious how crazy i might be i am um... Fifty-three-year-old, fifty-three-year-old man, uh, love working on vehicles. Uh, oddly enough, and done it all my life. And as I'm getting a little bit older here, I'm thinking about maybe becoming my own boss. And just how crazy would I be to consider opening up a small shop?
0: What did you do? What did you do prior to this, Michael?
1: Well, I'm a I'm a a chef, food scientist, uh, pretty analytical and and technologically minded type person, uh, handy. Uh, you know, I do all my own, I got some rental properties, do all my own maintenance on, uh, you know, washers, uh, refrigerators, things of that nature, HVAC-type things. Right. Uh, got a stack of old Chilton books, Mitchell-type things sitting at the house. Uh, like I said, just uh, you, you ever got fix, money you, I could invest. You, you, ever fix,
0: you ever fix cars for money?
1: No. Okay. Done it plenty of times for favors uh kids and such like that but no and, and that's the part I'm kind of curious about on the business end uh where would you go to really kind of look into how to s- structure the business
0: uh are you single or married of that nature? michael married you're married, married. do you remember yeah. do you remember dating oh yeah okay <laughs> and do you remember when it changed the the first time you had relations right relations yeah, changes yeah, yeah. R- relations changes life and money changes life. And the first time you ch- you fix somebody's car and you charge them money, it changes it changes the situation. And it's just it's just something you have to be very aware of. Up till now, it's not that it's been a game, but up till now it counts but it doesn't count because you're not collecting money. The first time somebody puts 200 bucks in your hand for fixing a widget, now it means something and now they want somebody to come back to. It. And I'm not saying you won't be good at it. Don't misunderstand me. All right? But you're absolutely right. You're looking at this like a business, and that's exactly what it is, and that's the problem with half the guys in the business today, that they don't look at it as a business. They think they're making money because they keep their parts money in, for receipts in the left pocket and their cash profit in the right pocket, and they think they're rolling along, not worried about the future. So, you know, would you open your own business or would you buy into an existing one?
1: Probably try to open my own, to be honest okay. with
0: you. So yeah. the, the first thing you've got to do, and listen, there's a lot of, and again, no insult intended, there's a lot of repair shops out there that I think of like NFL sports teams, all right? There's a lot of guys that own football teams in the NFL that never played a lick of the game in their life, but they've got the talent around them. So you've got to be like an NFL sports team owner. You've got to just put the talent around you to build the business and make the business you don't actually want to work on the cars you want to run the business and then yeah if you want to jump in and help somebody fix a, fix a widget or you know uh, yeah. do some service and things like that that's you, you know and I'm not saying you can't learn the business at 52 if you want to jump in and start fixing cars by all means you can all right but it it takes a dedication like you've never seen the most important the most important piece of being in the repair business is how long have you been doing it because yeah. the knowledge that you accumulate just by being in it it's 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 just like being married all right yeah. you, you pick up things by osmosis and it, it it's just an important important piece of the puzzle you know and the fact is the easy jobs are going away all right, the simple things. I still think there's money to be made there, doing a service, taking care of people. But, you know, the brakes, the b- let me think. How can I explain it? Brakes, tires, oil, and filters are the competitive side of the business. They're probably the top three or four categories that people look at in terms of the first question is how much, not how right. So you're going to be you're going to be competing on a volume base and a dollar base unless you have a reputation. And the way you're going to get the reputation is you're going to be an outstanding diagnostician. You're going to fix anything that rolls in the door, and you can do that. You know you could win the Super Bowl every year. You just got to have a Tom Brady on your team. You got to have a you got to have a you know a, a, an NFL quarterback that can handle the challenge and a and a front line that takes the takes the beating. You, you know what I I'm saying. That.
1: Oh, yeah, I've done that all my life. Hired right. people much better than me. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, <laughs> and that's,
0: you know, and that's, and that's, and frankly, that's what it comes down to. And you've got to have the ability to, you know, the, the salary for it. And, uh, you know, you've got to be able to pay guys, and you've got to be able to say, hey, we can fix anything. Or you've got to be able to decide what you want to fix. You know, yeah. one, of the, one of the first things I tell my, my, my techs when, when, you know, when we hire them, and we haven't hired anybody in a while, fortunately we haven't had to, but, you know, one of the first things I always discuss with them is that they're not going to see a lot of the neighbors come into the shop, because working for the neighbors is a tough proposition. Neighbors always want something for free. Neighbors think they're entitled. Neighbors, there's a whole perspective on the neighborhood. And you've got to decide for who you want to work for, all right? It's, it's sometimes working for neighbors and relatives is all the same. It becomes a disaster. Why? Because you're collecting money. The minute you start collecting yeah. money, it, it, it changes the relationship. And probably the best piece of the puzzle that I can give you is you've got to have a clear thought in your head who you what kind of a customer you're going after who you're looking for, you, you know. And that that's, makes perfect sense. You know, it's, yeah. it's you can't. Um, I'll give you I'll give you a quick example. All right, uh, this week okay. and I, I'm going to run over here a little bit, Mikey. Uh, this week we had a sure. we, we had a new guy come in and. You know, he had an air conditioning problem on a Honda Odyssey. He came to us because he read about us online, and our reviews were great. Great. You know what? I don't really pay attention to the reviews, but, uh, you know, frankly, I know how good we are, and I know how hard we try and what our dedication level is. But it's, I look at the finished product. How did we treat the customer? He came in. The AC didn't work. Went through basic diagnosis, explained to him the outcome. Here's what has to happen. Here's how we're going to go about it. Explained it to him on the phone. Put it in writing. Did the diagnosis. The system has a leak. It's out of refrigerant. Couldn't find the leak. Tried every nook, cranny, hook, twist, everything I could think of to make that vehicle leak refrigerant. All right? Ended up yeah. not leaking. Charged the system. Put a, put a fluorescent dye in it. I said, there's yeah. a dye in the system. When it leaks, it's going to show me where the leak is. Or not. If I don't see the leak, I know it's the evaporator. If I do see the leak, we'll deal with it and fix it. Okay? It's, it's, it's It was discussed verbally as I'm discussing it with you. It's on the invoice. He signed for it. He nodded his head, yes, we shook hands. He was happy. He said, I hope I don't have to come back, but if I do, at least I know it'll get fixed. Yesterday, yeah. at quarter to four, I get a text. You know, I'm very disappointed the AC system stopped working, and I'm not really yeah. sure why I spent all that money. Where do you go with that? Where, where do you go with that? What do you do with that? And the bottom line is, you can fix any car, you can service any vehicle, but you can't fix the public. Because they've got their own perspective and their own take on this industry, and it's getting tougher every year. So do I think you could be in auto repair? Yeah. And I think a smart guy like you, from the sounds of it, is probably what the auto repair industry needs. Would I, you know, if you had $2 million to invest, would I invest it in auto repair? I don't know. I'd probably invest it in the stock market and go sit on a beach for the next 20 years and be happier. But, you know, and that's the God's honest truth. It's yeah. it's just, just a cup of perspective. Mikey, yeah, i got to go. I'd love to have this conversation in detail. But, um, Appreciate the time. You know, sir, but uh, good luck to you and whatever you decide to do. I'm sure you'll be great. All right? Absolutely. You take good care. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. Running in the car, doctor, coming back.
2: for the best in car advice, give Ron a call,
0: 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. Hey, let's get over to Mike in Delaware 094 to escape. Mike, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. How can I help?
2: Hey, there, Ron, how you doing? How you Good, talking sir. to you today? You too, sir. Got, what's what's have got, got, got a question. Sure. Um shoot, me and my daughter t- Well, we got the car back our the Escape back in April. And we took it on our first trip to Orange County, Connecticut for our granddaughter's softball uh, softball tournament. Okay. And when we're going, the air conditioner works fine, but the one and two, and then now the three don't work. It just works on four. Would that be the switch or the blower motor?
0: More than likely, it's the resistor.
2: Oh, okay. The blower blower motor resistor. If I take it to a mechanic, do I ask him to put it on the machine and well you're going to you?
0: Yeah, I mean listen, an hour's worth of diagnosis or less somebody should be able to tell you that. That's that's fairly, you know, quick and simple. Um that's a that's a down, right. that's a down and dirty repair. Resistor blocks located down on the right side underneath the glove box and uh, they're very common oh, to fail. Okay. Okay. One one thing to be aware of is just take a look at if you've never done it change the cabin air filter. Uh-huh. All right, this vehicle yeah, this Well,
2: like say um it's got um Well, I'm the second owner. An older gentleman had the car and had eighty-eight thousand on it when I got it. So he kept it in garage, kept in very good shape. Yeah, just
0: well, and I just, I just say whenever we, whenever we talk about, you know, issues with the blower motor, like you're describing, just for giggles, I always, you know, you're in there anyway. Take a look at the cabin air filter because if it's never been changed, uh, or if it's been a while, now's a good time. And you know right, we we, right. Tip, we typically see lifespan on cabin air filters every fifteen to twenty thousand miles. Well, uh-huh. I, you know I've seen a few that oh gee I, I have a cabin filter. And, you know, at 80 or 90,000 miles, it looks absolutely right. terrible. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, right. You know. And then you'll find right. out that the reason the blower motor failed is because the cabin filter's overloaded and it's allowing dirt, debris, and everything else to pass by it. Uh-huh. And sometimes it'll collect on right. the resistor block, and then that creates another issue. So, um, right. you know, just, just just to be mindful. All right, sir? Yeah.
2: Okay. An- another question, Ron. Yeah. Um, I- I'm due for an oil change. And, and then the owner's manual it says, "Was well, this right? Seventy-five hundred? Is that synthetic oil or re- regular oil?"
0: Well, it better be synthetic oil, Mikey. Um, yeah. Okay. You, you know, it's okay. it's you know, again, and not to stir the debate because it seems to be the number one answer that we we or the number one question that we or the topic that we seem to talk about the most. But you know, the rule of thumb is synthetic is a five to six thousand mile oil, good quality filter. Um, you know, it'd be a it'd be a great time to have a conversation about Wix filters. Wix filters, uh, you know, are probably um,
2: yeah. I heard that on your show. Where can you can you get them at? Any auto auto parts
0: place? Yeah, Wix filters, Wix filters are carried nationwide. You know, auto parts houses, O'Reilly Auto Parts, OReillyAuto.com carries Wix. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, if you've got an O'Reilly Auto Parts down by you, you can grab one down there. But the point I was going to make is Wix is, um, you know, there, there aren't many filter manufacturers left. All right. Right, Wix is right. actually a manufacturer, so they, they engineer, they manufacture. Um, I believe they make filters for a lot of other brands or a lot of other components, but everything is specced out and uh-huh. engineered that way. But the point is, you know, the folks at Wix actually started a few years back. Now they've got a heavy-duty oil filter line that people oh, aren't okay. aware of that's there that if you want to go extended oil drain intervals, which is where our conversation was going, you can do that with a Wix HD filter and um, get longer life out of the oil change, if that's, if that's where you're so inclined. You know, it's, it's not a question of how long does the oil last by itself. It's how long does the oil last, and how long does the filter last? Is the filter matched and rated to what the oil will last? And a lot of people right, are doing right. 7,500 or 10,000-mile oil changes with an oil filter that's really only rated for six or 7,000 miles. Yeah. And well, I'm a
2: firm believer, you know, before the synthetic. I changed it 25 or 3000 miles, you know. I got a 92 Ranger that got 275,000 on up, a man after everything.
0: my own heart then you know what mike that's why tom and mike are giving me the thumbs up stay on the line you're the winner of the 39 ford diecast model today from the folks over at wixwixfilters.com so stay on the line and they'll uh, get your information from you and get that out to you thanks for uh thanks for being part of the car doctor family and some great questions and uh enjoy that ford ranger 270,000 miles i gotta go a little bit to catch up to you brother so but um Thanks for being part of the family and calling in today. I'm Ron Anany in the car, doctor, 855-560-9900. We're back right after this. To the Welcome back. Ron Anany in the car, doctor, 855-560-9900. Once again, congratulations to Mike in Delaware, winner of our 39 Ford diecast giveaway today more information at wixfilters.com back to the want ads well i got a story i want to tell you but i was just again i'm just fascinated by the want ads, the things people try to sell the cars right this is kind of depressing um antique and classic a 1986 corvette convertible now i don't know about you but you know corvette used to be it okay it's like every red-blooded american male wanted uh, a, a Corvette in high school. is like, ooh, Corvette, right? It's like, oh, well, I'll never get one of those. I'll never be able to afford it. 1986, where did it go? 1986 Corvette, convertible, low mileage, $8,500. $8,500, you're in a vet. I mean, just, it's not a lot of money. So let's see, what do you want to drive? Do you want to drive the 86 Corvette for 8500 bucks, Or where did it go? The 2011 Jeep for $6,500. I mean, isn't that kind of a no-brainer? Um, y- you know, uh, the Nissan Rogue. By the way, the paper spelled it wrong. The paper spelled it Rouge, R-O-U-G-E. It's a Rogue, um, the, a Nissan Rouge. Oh, look, we invented a car. Um, where did it go? All-wheel drive, excellent condition, seventy thousand miles, eighty-nine fifty. Now, why do they put eighty-nine fifty? Why not just put nine thousand dollars? Because that's what you want for it. You know, sure, it's only worth seven, but you you want nine. I, you know. Um, I don't get it. Toyota 2005 Sienna, excellent pampered condition, no dings, no dents, no rust. Metallic gray, 4000 or best offer. So you know what that means. It's got no rust cuz it's got oil leaks, all right? And it's it's sort of rust proof the body. It's got no dents because you can't tell cuz there's no paint left on it cuz it's 15 years old, all right? And there's there's no dings because you can't see the dings for all the for all the for all the lack of paint that the vehicle has on it. So that's why they only want 4 grand or best offer. So give him a dollar. You know uh, that's a guy like you know if you're sitting around late on a Saturday night you call a guy up at three in the morning and you got to give it your best you know wise cracker voice. You know I was thinking, I'll give you a dollar for that car. All right I'll give you two. See how long the guy goes before he hangs up the phone on you. Right four thousand dollars for that. And here's the one I was thinking of our good friend Tom Lawler. Tom, Tom Tom Ray knows who Tom Lawler is. He's a he's a buddy of ours from the old radio days. Eight ninety-eight Cadillac DeVille. I'm surprised Tom didn't buy this car. Tom never buys a car newer than 2000. He wouldn't know what a 2001 vehicle looked like, on his best day if he stood on his head. Cadillac DeVille, 98, four-door, eight-cylinder, all power, very clean, 117,000 miles, 2,800 bucks. Now, or best offer. There's a restaurant, or everybody's got you know upscale restaurants. There are situations you go out to family dinner when it's like a family buffet. All right, it's like, you know, eighteen, twenty of you, and it's like a big, big high end steakhouse and it's like a fifteen, sixteen hundred dollar meal. I can I can honestly say, hands up, right, I've been to a meal like that. Mike, you ever go out to dinner, right? Fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars isn't out of the realm. So let's see. Do we want to go out to dinner or go buy a Cadillac? I mean that's kind of what that comes down to, right? Because you're sort of in the neighborhood of a good steak. Uh, you know, look at how Cadillac's fallen, right? A 98 Cadillac, that's, uh, let's see, 98, 2008, that's 22 years old. I don't know. There's a bunch of junk here. That's what I really see, because when I really read this, there's nothing here that jumps out at you. Ford Focus, SEL, 2012, alloy wheels, 50000 miles, sunroof. Here's the car with the water leak, okay, because it's got a sunroof. All right, a 2012 Ford Focus, alloy wheels, fifty thousand miles, sunroof, six thousand dollars. See that car's got a water leak. That's why they're selling it so cheap because it's it's only six years old, seven years old. That um, you know, Ford F-150, 2004, forty-nine thousand miles. What's OG? What's OG miles? Forty-nine K, OG miles. Original. Original gangster. I don't know. Excellent condition. Well, first of all, nothing from 2004 could be in excellent condition. So, I, you know, if a baby was born in 2004, the kid's already 15 years old. He's not in excellent condition. So, the car can't be in excellent condition, like new new tires, etc. See, what's this? Like new new tires, etc. Here's a person who can't even write an ad. All right? They can't even speak English. You're really going to trust that they took care of the car right? Because I swear, this is what it says. 49K, OG miles, excellent condition, like new, new tires, etc. or best offer. Well, here's another guy. We should call this guy up at 2 o'clock in the morning. We'll give him $2 for the truck. All right? You know? Just wake the guy up in the middle of the night, see if he catches when he's sleeping. Maybe he'll take the offer. You never know. The wife will be like, take the $2. We want to get rid of it. Who cares? Actually, you call that guy in the middle of the week. When when he's working in the wife's home, I want to get rid of this truck. I'll take five bucks for it, right? That's what you got to do. Let the wife sell you the car. Oh, good Lord. I want to talk to you about this Volkswagen. It's been on my mind. 2014 VW Jetta came into the shop this week. And I think the point of this story is you have to be vehicle aware. Thanks for letting us goof around with you like that. That's just sometimes that's fun to do. You can have a lot of laughs reading the classifieds. You really can. And you've got to be, you've got to be in tune with the vehicle, and you've got to realize the danger of, of of getting stuck and and what happens when you do. 2014 Jetta, it needed the last time it was in. The first time it was in was four months ago. It needed service, oil, fluids, filters. It was overdue. It hadn't had anything done. No history of records. We did an oil change. That was all that they wanted to do at the time. And then down the road and. You know, the road is like White Alice cigars. Remember White Alice cigars from the '60s? White Alice cigars. Their motto was, "Sooner or later, we're going to get you." All right. Um, so, you know. And you could take that two ways with those. Well, yeah, because you know, my father smoked White Alice cigars. If you want to know the truth. That's how I remember that motto. My father smoked White Alice cigars. He died of cancer in 1968. So it's like, yeesh, you know. It's and I can say that I'm allowed to say that. It's it's just the way it is. But um, I always think of the road as like White Alice cigars. It's a very unforgiving place, and it's, it's sooner or later they're going to get you. People don't take care of the car, and then when the car breaks, they're shocked. So this Volkswagen comes in, losing air in a tire. It needed fluids, filters. The power steering was still leaking. It needed an oil change. It needed two back tires, which it needed the last time. But I couldn't get the car to start. I'd put the key in the ignition, and I would turn the lock cylinder, and the car would start, but it wouldn't shut off. I would have to sit there and fiddle around with the key to get it to shut off because it wouldn't return back to the off position. And that didn't bother the owner as much. Yeah, it's been like that. I... You know, I've been. It's okay. I called Volkswagen. They said it would be hard to fix, so I figured, why bother? Uh, You you know, and I thought of that quote from Kennedy, right, about going to the moon. We choose not to go to the moon because it's hard. We we or because it's easy, but we choose to go to the moon because it's hard. You got to fix the car because it's hard or easy. It doesn't matter. You still got to fix the car because if you can't shut the car off, what are you gonna do? Wait till it runs out of gas, and then what do you do? You've got to be in tune with the car. We had a 2008 Dodge Nitro came in this week. All right? And I really I really believe and I say this all the time that repairing cars is like dating. You got to get used to each other. It's 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 a process and it doesn't happen the first time around. And when Scott first came to us, he was in shell shock because the last repair shop he was in, he said they always yelled at him and they never fixed anything and he said he just he just he was just like gunshot. He was just he almost had like if there's an automotive P, uh, PTSD, he had it, right? So it's been about 2 years we've been dating, we've been working on his cars. So, he brought it in this week and I had to do some service to it, I had to change the oil and I had to look at it for brakes. And there's two things I always do, there's two things I always do, have done, teach the guys to do, every time I bring a car in for an oil change. And when the car doctor returns, I'll tell you what those two things are, 855-560-9900. The car doctor's coming back right after this. Welcome back. Oh, we're on the the car doctor. So what are the two things that I do with every car that comes into the shop, and, and, and especially if we're doing an oil change? been doing it for, for this same way for 40 years. First thing is, you always put down the driver's side window. You always put down the driver's window because you never know, and more so now with newer cars. Back in the day, we did it just as a matter of habit, so if we ever locked the keys in the car accidentally. But now, new cars with alarm systems, smart keys and all the electronic manipulation I can't tell you how many times cars lock themselves and if that windows not down you got a problem and sometimes they'll actually lock themselves with the key in it which they're not supposed to do but under certain conditions they will so you always open the window second thing always pull the hood release cable so I had this 2008 Dodge Nitro that came into the shop this week and is where the story started about being in tune with the car and I have to change the oil well in order to change the oil you have to be able to put oil in it, right? So, po- go to pop the hood. The hood doesn't pop. The latch is frozen. And you know, I've said this to Scott before, the vehicle owner, and he said, "Yeah." He goes, "I remember you fixed that a while ago." I said, "Well, we we lubed it up about two years ago." And we said it needs a latch. It's in your file. We write everything down. So now we had to keep the car over the weekend and. Uh, you know now we're going to do a um, now we're going to do a hood latch on because i was finally able to get it open because i said you know i don't want to just try and open this and disable the car for the weekend nah i don't need it for the weekend I'm, okay so you know he's getting it he's in tune all right he's starting to you know he he understands how we think the the Volkswagen owner i'm not sure where that's going because we ended up sending it out to Volkswagen she had to take it to VW because they have to program the key because they're the only ones that can really do that as a VW they're they're the dealer And, um, you know, and maybe she doesn't have to program because the lock cylinder is probably more the lock cylinder's failure. But sometimes the car is enough of a mess that you, 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 it's hard to fix the car and the customer. And it's like dating. See, it's back to that thing again. Sometimes you got to let the girl go and let them experience life. And then they find out, you know, how right or wrong you are and whether they come back or not depends on that. But either way, your life gets easier. And that's what counts. So, let's get over to the phones. We can talk to John in Illinois, 12 GMC. Tom like that. And, uh, John, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help?
3: Hey, Ryan, I'm Springfield, Illinois here. Yes, sir. I'll get to actually hear myself tomorrow radio program on WTAX.
0: Cool. You can tell your wife you're a radio Here's rock pro- star. Go ahead, babe.
3: Uh, I, that was a former life. I already did that. Oh,
0: hey, there you go. <laughs> uh,
3: started in 1970 on WMAY. But, anyway, uh, GMC. GMC, Terrain, and Equinox. I got this card in the mail. There's a class action for models 2010, 2011, 2012, and some 13 models. Excessive oil consumption due to putting in the wrong rings. Yep. Yeah. Tell me about this.
0: Yeah, they're, they're having issues with They're finding that um, uh, wrong rings, low-tension rings, poor oil control, and, and, and somewhere at the bottom of that recall... There's also conversation that the extended oil drain interval is creating an issue with them, and you know they're they're coming to light that gee maybe we shouldn't have dragged the oil change out so long, and um, they're they're paying for it now. GM's about to get spanked for that because of uh, yeah because of that, and uh, it's going to cost them money. What do you as an owner of one of these vehicles? Well, well you want to get the recall done. You know, you you want to get the recall done. Do you like the car?
3: Yes. It's my son's, but uh, he loves
0: it. And how many miles are on it, John?
3: He's got 56, uh, and it's a 2012
0: uh, terrain. Right. So, you know, go in, in, talk to the dealer, ask him just what exactly are they going to do, how long are they going to have it, can you get a loaner, all right, you know, all the right questions, schedule it at a convenience, because the problem's going to be, if it does start to burn oil, is it burning oil yet? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay, because the problem is, if if they're doing this as a blind recall, which I believe they are, I think they're looking at VINs and production dates on engine assemblies, if they're just doing it, you know, based on that, I say get it done, because by the time you notice it is consuming oil, the problem is it's, it's not just the burning oil, it's the damage the burning oil does to the rest of the exhaust system, the catalytic converter, the O2 sensors, how it coats them, slows them down. So wonderful. You know, yeah, it doesn't
3: say any of that in all.
0: Yeah. So it's um. Yeah, that's the that's the side effect. You know, we'll 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 cure your stroke and clear your arteries, but we won't be able to repair some of the other damage because it went on too long. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's like get it done, get it done early rather than late, um, if you can, and um. You know, just go in and talk to them and ask them, what can you reasonably expect? See what sort of answers you get. But I wouldn't necessarily get rid of the truck because of it. John, appreciate the call. Thanks to you and everyone out there in Illinois for tuning into The Car Doctor. 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's coming back right after this. In
1: my car,
0: to you. Welcome back. We're The Car Doctor. Thanks for being part of the show today. Each and every one of you for tuning in or calling in and just participating. Really enjoyed this show as I always do each and every week. I want to talk real quick about great customers. You know, we always talk about looking for good mechanics. Well, uh, you know, mechanics are always looking for great customers and good customers. And I want to talk about two great ones. Uh, one's one's name is Drew. The other one's name is Jeff. They don't know each other. They're not related. They just happen to be... Two great customers. Drew recently bought a mid-2000, 2006 Lexus um, LX470, the truck SUV. We talked about it uh, once before. He is a a Drew, owns Magic Gardens Landscaping in Allendale, New Jersey. Um, Real sharp cat, designs gardens and backyards and pools and waterfalls and all that stuff, and he's real talented at what he does. And it came in the other day for an oil change, and it, you know, put it up in the air and, you know, doing the oil change, and I called him over and said, hey, Drew, look at this. And the trans-cooler lines are are starting to rust out, which is something new. We had just gone through the truck a couple of weeks prior, a month prior, two months prior. But things develop, right? It's an old vehicle. It's being used. And uh, it needs trans-cooler lines. And he looked at me and he said, and that's why I bought old-school technology, because it's easier to deal with. Go ahead, fix it. I'll leave the truck for a couple of days, and we'll deal with that next week. Great customer. Jeff comes in. Jeff comes in with his Lexus. And uh, Jeff has, I think it's an ES350. It's the sedan model Lexus. I forget now. Right in front of me. And um, he he dropped it off on Monday on an emergency basis. It had an oil leak. And we looked at it. Out of the blue, this vehicle, here's a a vehicle that's been pampered and well cared for. And one of the power steering cooler lines, or I'm sorry, the power steering return line coming off the power steering rack had rusted out right on an elbow where it makes the turn to go up the frame rail on the right side. Called up Lexus, ordered that. We got the upper line. We got a reservoir because it's dirty and damaged. The bottom trans cooler lines on the radiator were all rusted and splitting. Jeff said, fix it. He goes, Look, I'm driving to Florida in two months. The road is a very unforgiving place. Who's this guy listening to? He says, I don't want to get stuck. Another great customer that gets it, put him in shape and he's good to go. Be a great customer this week. Till the next time, I'm running and Andy in and the Car Doctor.